Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's episode of the Players NIL Podcast. It's with great pleasure and excitement that I'm excited to have my guest today, and I want you to all to meet the king of NIL, Raekwon Smith. Raekwon, a.k.a. Rabbit, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me on this great Friday. Cool. Well, we're excited to have you, and we want to get right to what you're working on. But before that, um, as I tell my audience every week, we try to tell stories and bring people on that have benefited from their participation in athletics, from their interest in sports. That's what we're all about is using athletics to better our lives and to better the lives of the people around us. And, you know, I want to hear your story. So let's go back to your childhood, Richmond, Virginia, I believe. And, you know, maybe the first team that you cheer for, the first game that you went to, or maybe you played catch with a neighbor or your father or your grandfather or his family member in the backyard. But when did you first learn what sports were? When did you first become a fan? The crazy part is, though, my first sport I played was basketball. So uh, the sport I played, I played basketball because I just like, you know, I felt like basketball was very easy, you know, get the ball in the net, you know, make the ball in the net. You know, I didn't know too much about it. But then um, I tried another sport, football. I was fast. I seen that I could be good at this. Then I tried another sport, track. I said, there's somebody trying to be good at this. So then, you know, it got to a point where I was like, okay, what sport can I do in high school? Uh, it got to a point, you know, my mom's like five, five, dad like five, four, you know, I'm going to start growing. And man, I made a business decision early because I know we won't get that tall. So I said, okay, cool. I'm going to play football. So I stuck with football. I started playing football, flag football when I was younger. Then from there, I just uh, kept playing football, football, football. Got to middle school. My mom said, look. Just go out and try for track team, you know, see what you can do and everything, you know. I said, I don't really want to run track. Like, what am I running for? Like, what's, what's the point of running? So then my, uh, my seventh grade year, I, I just tried out for the track team, see what I could do. I made a team. Then when I was just running against everybody, I was like, these dudes a little slow. But I, I'm being them. I'm like, hold on, am I, am, I, am, I, am I actually good at this or these dudes is not that good? So I said, okay, well, I'm going to take up a notch of myself. I... Eighth grade, you know, uh, in Richmond, you could go to your high school and run like under the JV thing. So I said, okay, I'm going to go to the high school JV. So with that though, they don't give you transportation to get there. You got to find a way. So I mean, like, I really want to do it. My mom was at work. I didn't drive. I was, I was in like 13 years old. I had to take like the Richmond bus, like the Metro bus, the city bus, that's called the city bus to get there. So I had to have a ticket, get a city bus, get to Hollis Springs, walk there every day to get to practice because I wanted to be there. I would get there way early because school ends, high, middle school ends around 3.30, high school ends around like 4 o'clock. So I'll get there early, just, you know, just chill out to practice start. But I became one of the third fastest on the team. So what were the teams that you cheered for growing up? Who was your football team? Oh, my favorite football team is like Green and Yellow, Green Bay. I'm a Green Bay fan. The only reason I'm a Green Bay fan because my first time I played for was Chamberlain Packers. Chamberlain okay. Packers is the same club as this. So Chamberlain Packers, Green Bay. Your Eagles up playing basketball. My my play basketball. My first time I played was Dallas uh, Mavs. So I'm like, okay, first team the Mavs. Uh, yeah. With baseball, I, I mean, coming to baseball like how I play a baseball team. But uh, one day I just I saw Chicago Cubs. I rode with Chicago Cubs. So that's the three main teams that I like growing up. Cool. So let me ask you something. When did you realize that you could use sports to maybe gain an advantage in high school or maybe even think about college? 
what, what was it that, that, that led you to believe that you could do something in college? Uh, the crazy part is, though, I, I didn't, you know, I was a, I was a troublemaker kid, you know, for Richmond, Virginia, you know, a lot of people, they get in trouble. I, I was a trouble person. I was a teacher. They, as they say, uh, I was a bad kid. And, you know, and just growing up, it's like, dang, like, I don't want people to have that perspective on me. Like, I'm a bad kid. I ain't going to do this thing because I just stay in trouble, do too much. So just growing from eighth grade to ninth grade, I just had a lot of mentors, a lot of people just come to me, you know, just had my back and just let me know, like, you could do this, do that. If you just really just, you know, calm down. You still have your funk, you still a child, but calm down, just know what you can do right and wrong, you know. And going to high school, I just learned to just block out people, you know, try I'm here to do what I need to do so I can be successful. So ninth and tenth grade, I was still getting up the little rush from middle school, still being a little got trouble in there. But eleventh grade is where it really hit. Like okay, I could be somebody because tenth grade that's when I first like got my first interest in Virginia Tech. They took me out to the game, Clemson. And I'm like, yo, like this is lit. Like, and I'm here as a, as a, as a sophomore playing varsity. I'm like, okay, well, I might got a chance at this. Let me really tying up and really know what I need to do. So 11th grade, 12th grade, I, I really grind football and track. Uh, you know, uh, I won three state championships in football, two state runner-ups in track. You know, I finished out a good career at Hollis Springs. Uh, I want to say 57 wins, three losses through my whole four years. So, you know, I was a, I was a, to me, I feel like I was, you know, the best running back, but you know, to other people, got a different perspectives, but film don't lie. Yeah, yeah. But, um, well, but it's a great story. You know, you, you realize that you could use sports to get opportunities. So you arrive at Norfolk State. You're a two-sports star. I don't want to talk about your athletics anymore. I want to talk about you as a person. What have you learned since you went to college? And not just about name, image, and likeness, but tell me how you've grown. Tell me the things and the people you met that have helped you and you know, why are you different today than you were two years ago? I came to college very like I'm the, I'm that type of person. Like I, I was, I came in, I don't want to worry about it. Like, I came in very cocky. Like I came in, like I'm that person. Like I'm this and that just cause high school, you know, I came in and all that. So I came in for like, I'm that person, this and that. But then I got hurt summer training. I'm going to be in second string to blacks. And you know that, and, and that was like a really, it really told me like, well, it's very a humble situation. Like, okay, I gotta be very humble about it. Cause I came back like this and Look what happened. So that very told me, like, okay, I need to stop being humble and this and this and that. Then due to uh, six weeks, I didn't play. I didn't play because I was hurt. I was just getting myself together, learning, being humble. And when I got my first uh, first game, I played the NT first carry. I took it for like six three yards. I was mature. I did what I needed to do. And you know, I, what I learned was be humble. Like you know, people always say be humble and everything. I was type person. I was very cocky. And I just and I just learned how to. Be humble because like people don't like talking people you know i'm very confident i'm very con confident in what i do now i won't call it cocky i will call it very confident i know i can do it so that's how the two different things i think it's a great lesson i think it's a great lesson to young people that have success early and you know think that that's the way it's going to be for the rest of their life they realize that you got to keep working right mm -hmm. and uh, you got to keep the grind on as you said and, and that you need other people, right? You need coaches and in rehab, you need trainers and doctors and that it's not all about you, right? That it's a, it's a group effort a lot of times. Of course, you're the star and you're the person that everyone's focused on and you have to do the work. 
and people recognize that, you know. So you're, you're at Norfolk State, you're battling injuries, but you're, you're continuing to do your academics. What are you studying in school, Raekwon? I study mass communication. I switched my major three times. I was a sociology major freshman year. Sophomore year, I was a business manager major. Devil tools did not, I did not like. Came up with mass communication. And I, that's probably the best decision I made for me and myself. Good for you. All right, so now we get to talk about the king of NIL. Tell us about your journey in name, image, and likeness. Tell us how you started and when you first realized, oh, this is something I'm good at. When it first started, July 1st, I can remember it was like yesterday, like it's 10 o'clock. I don't know nothing about this because I'm at a small school. They haven't said nothing about no image and name and likeness. While other schools already got a two month, three months at advanced head, I'm over here searching four hours before it starts. What to do? So I was like, okay, I read on Google, read on Instagram, did a little research. Okay, marketing yourself, different companies, get paid, cool. Content, cool. Okay, I'm already doing that. I'm doing TikToks. Let's see what I can do out of this. So I made a format, said my name is Raekwon Smell, blah, 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 running back from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, I will be a great partner or slash sponsorship for you. Here's my content information. Boom. I sent it, I copy paste that, sent to 100 companies offer it. When 12 o'clock hit, since 100 companies July 1st. I woke up the next day around like 8 o'clock. Only three responded back. Two's rejections. One's uh, approved by Smart Cups. Smart Cups is a cup that you put water inside, drink it, go to practice. So then I was like, okay, I got one. And, and you know that first day, you got uh, people getting canes. You got people getting all these big deals. Uh, the sweet tea company. A lot of people get big deals. I'm like, dang, all these million dollar deals. This, I'm like, okay, well, I know I'm not getting that because I'm at a small school. So how many deals can I get together to make that money? So that's the mindset I was going with, and that's what I ran with. Uh, a few weeks later, I got an agent, Freddie Berry. He told me what he could do for me, how he could help me, how he could help me be more successful, and how I could help him be more successful just with the NIL. I took a chance on him. He's from Richmond, Virginia. And it's probably the best decision I made because after that, we took off in the East Bay, Champs, Body Armor, Crocs, Spikeball, uh, uh, Boost Mobile, Shop Gold, two, 70 deals plus after that. And, you know, uh, he don't get I, – I feel like I get all the credit, but he gets he should get some credit too. I always – I text him all the time, look, I wouldn't be at this business without you either. So don't think you – no way leaving y'all because you I'm giving you credit no matter what because you deserve credit too. So that's why, that's how far I go. Well, that's, that's part of who you are. That's the humbleness is knowing that you didn't do it by yourself. Don't forget the players NIL. We gave you a deal too. So um, you're, yes. in our, you're in our corporate video. We love that. Yes. So, so how, many deal. Deal, how many deals do you have now? 75. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Hopefully and, by next year, it'll be at 100, probably, maybe. We don't know. We're going to see what we, we do. I got some plan for that. It's gonna be very big, but you know, like I said we're taking it day by day. You know, not rushing it, letting it come. Well, I'm not gonna bet against you because you've exceeded expectations for the last several years, including back in your high school days. So you're you have this amazing journey. You use athletics to better your life. You get to college. Name, image, and likeness falls out of the tree. We're all lucky that it happened. You take advantage of it. You know, better than almost anyone in the country. Give me a few lessons that you learned along the way to a young kid, maybe in high school, 
that wants to play sports in college, that thinks name, image, and likeness is something that they're interested in. Give us a few tidbits and words of advice from the grandfather of NIL, the king of NIL, Raycon Smith. The first advice, and this is this advice is number one, don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. Because when I was doing TikToks in the beginning, my freshman year of college, during the COVID year, people really hated it. They told me to stop. They were talking about me. People was just doing all the extra stuff about me. And it came to a point where I was about to stop because like, I didn't, I didn't, I don't want all this going on. I'm just doing, trying to have fun. But then I had my people that I talk to every day at Norfolk State and they just kept telling me like, stop, talk, stop listening to them. Like, we support you. That's all you, that's all that should matter because we support you. They're going to support you later because they, then they're going to see what's going to happen if you keep going. And I kept going, you know, and I'm glad I listened because if I didn't listen, I don't know where I'd be. I don't know what platform I had, what other day I'd have stopped. So that's, 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 that's the biggest one. Don't let anybody see what you can do. Number two is just uh, being yourself, you know, make content. Don't just be yourself, make content. Don't let nobody tell you, like, uh, this is basically calling the same but be yourself. Because, like, I be myself all the time. Some people don't like being yourself because they say they're scared that people are going to say stuff about you and everything, but it doesn't matter. As long as you're doing what you're doing, that you feel like it's comfortable and you feel like you like doing it, it shouldn't matter with nobody because you like doing it. It's, it's your life. You should, you should want to do it. Another thing is 24 hours. You don't get 24 hours in a day. Make the most of your 24 hours. Like That's the biggest thing because people always say, I ain't got that much time to do it. I got much time to do it. Yes, you do. You make time for what you, what you want to do because I make time for everything, sports, uh, fraternity, school, NIL, social life, my brother, my mom. Like I make time because I want to make time. So it's, it, it would never come to excuse why I can't do this. I don't want to never use the excuse of saying I can't do this because I can do anything I want to do with my mind to. So that's just what I go by. And the next thing is um, have a great social media, great social media platform. If your Instagram is um, it's a terrible name, switch it. Go in your bio, fix it up, put your name, what school you go to, make it look professional. So when somebody view your page, they're like, okay, you got this stuff together, have some good pictures and what you do. And the biggest thing is that Instagram name, like make sure people can find you easily. Like if your name, put your name, that's how I put your name. Wherever your name is, put your name. Even if you can't put your real name, like your, your full name, try to find name, put your like Ray or put Ray or Smith or R Smith or Quans. Try to put something that your name so people can find you easily. And that's the uh, biggest thing. Yeah, I mean, great advice. And, you know, I love the tenacity. I love the fact that you don't let other people tell you what you can and can't do. And, you know, that's a great lesson and inspiration for our audience and the young kids out there that are trying to figure this out. And, you know, not everyone has a personality like you, right? So, you know, you're engaging, you're intelligent, you're, you're, you're humble, all of those things that make people interested in you and you're authentic. I think that's the biggest word is, you know, you're who you are, right? That's, that's the best thing that you've done. But so the last question I have for you is what's in the future? What, where's Ray Juan in two years from now, three years from now? What, what's your dream? I will be graduating from Norfolk State Springs last summer. I had two years of eligibility left. Eligibility left. There we go. I will be going to grad school for my master's program for sports management. I haven't decided what school I'm going to, but wherever school I go to, they're going to be lucky to have me. And, um, <laughs> I'm going to play football. I'm going to rock out, do what I need to do, have my pro day, get my numbers, hope I make it for NFL team, play NFL, live the dream go because it's the dream for that's a dream for me. If not, I got track. If not, I got bowling. I like bowling. I'm very good at bowling. 
Key okay. Tip. There you go. If not bowling, I have a career in businessman. I have a crazy, I've been an entrepreneur, business speaker, you know, being an NIL advisor, being an NIL talker. You know, I it's, it's, it's positions that NIL people need at their school so it comes together. You know, I have a lot of experience and I'm still, I just turned 21. So I'm still growing and learning as it go on. You know, so um, what the future holds for me is, I can't wait to see the future. I mean, you know, yeah. I don't like speaking, I don't like speaking in the future, but I can't wait to see because it's gonna be very special, no matter what I do. Well, like I said, I'm betting on you, man. I, I love the vision and and think big, right? They have this this uh, this phrase BHAG, B H A G. It stands it stands for big, hairy, audacious goal. In other words, think big, right? Don't think small. Dream big, mm-hmm. and it can happen. And uh, you're a great example, Raekwon. I loved having you on the podcast today. I thank you for your time and. Hopefully our audience enjoys your story and I look yes. forward to staying in, staying in contact and working with you in the future to, to bring your message to thousands of young people out there that we think we can help change their lives. And we'd love for you to, to be part of it. Yes, sir. thank you. And everybody that's listening, if you want to shoot me a DM on Instagram, my name is R-A-Y-Q-U-A-N Smith. Twitter is R-Smith24 underscore. Just shoot me a DM. I'm going to respond as fast as I can. It might be my request, but I'm going to get back to it. And that's all, you know, don't be scared to ask a question because I always find, you know, there's, there's no such thing as a dumb question. So ask away. Good. I love it. Great, great, great message. And thank you again. Thank you.